It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Better up. It's time for post-show recaps coverage of A League of Their Own, the brand new Amazon Prime TV show. My name is Grace. I'm here uh, as your host. Uh, also here is a woman who has a star by her name that might just be a smudge. Marissa Garza. How are you doing, Marissa? Good. It might be. It might be. But mm-hmm. it could also be a star. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out together if it's a yeah. star or smudge. I think you're a star. It's definitely Aw, thanks. Thanks. Uh, and now a woman who never forgets to bring pie to the choir practice. It's Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you doing? I have always bought uh, and brought and baked pie to mm-hmm. all of the choir practices. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah, quite a baker. Wow, but kind like of like the baker? bakers. <laughs> yeah, it's titular bakers in this uh, movie because, as we were saying before the uh, uh, before the pot, they can't be Wrigley or what is the what is the Harvey Harvey. Yeah, um, a league of their own. It's happening. All eight episodes dropped on Amazon Prime today. We are talking about episode one, which I said batter up at the beginning. That was going to be my intro, and then episode one is like it will also be called batter up. <laughs> episode one so that is the title of the episode um we have not watched all of them we have watched one episode um and we'll come to you roughly twice a week schedules depending um with the rest of the series we did a preview podcast last week about the movie and our expectations about the tv show but perhaps we should fully just talk about you know uh the differences between between the two how are we feeling so far one episode in rissa well, I think like the vibe is similar and the stories are the same, but I am enjoying the modernization of things as a his- like from a historical standpoint, there's a fuzzy line. Like there's some things that are, you know, at the end of the episode, we hear Janice Joplin and it like kind of took me out of the situation because I was like, wait, where are we? What war are we in? Like, <laughs> where are, What's going on? But I enjoyed just like the more modern, fresh take on it a little bit. Um yeah, so those are yeah. my my initial impressions. There's like, you know, the Harvey and the Baker of it all and the, you know, like we don't have a Marla, which like we just have an anxious person as opposed to a Marla. So they're they're yeah. they're able to keep like the spirit of the casting 
like characters the same without necessarily doing a carbon copy, which I appreciated. There, there are some pretty close comparisons we could probably make between some of our uh, uh, crew, but I found that this episode, like, I very much had to use IMDb to be like, yeah, what is your name? What is your actual play, your character's uh, name? But Sarah, what, what did you think about episode one overall? I thought that they did a lot of really nice homages to the movie, which I really enjoyed as a lover of A League of Their Own, the movie. Of course, the first initial one being the train and the running with the train and throwing up the bags, uh, which Carson was doing. That is always one of, like, I feel like it's just such a fun moment in the movie. I like to see it there. I thought the initial... Um, meet and greet of Greta and Joe was so much like Rosie and Madonna. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh, I know who these two are supposed to be a nod to. And I thought like there was a couple of moments that I felt like it was really enjoyable to see. And all in all, I thought that this was a like really good showing for the first episode. It Definitely feels as a person that loves uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I mm -hmm. felt like it had, it gave me the same feeling as I get as I watch Mrs. Maisel. Good Which call. Is good, good yeah. That is yeah. good though. I felt a little like, um, not anything to do with like the set pieces or like the, the, costuming or anything like that. I felt kind of comedy wise, it felt very, modern it felt like a show that's made in 2022 um which is fun because one of the critiques we made last week is that like <clears throat> i think there's a lot about um the culture of the all-american girls League, the real all-american girls league that the movie sort of glossed over or didn't talk about at all that this show is very uh excited uh to talk about so i feel like in some ways it feels more real and also i felt like this was such a comedy i feel like the opening of a League of Their Own is like, this is a serious drama about like, you know, it's a comedy, but it's like, yeah. uh, it's like the, you know, she's older and she's like, with, it is, and it's so much about her and her sister. And this is like, no, we have one uh, main character in Carson. Um, and then we're going to meet like some of the other main characters, but like she's, you know, on the like journey from home uh, by herself. Um, so I think that was the biggest like tonal difference, but I think you're totally right. So that like, it pays so much homage Um to the to the movie um that i was really excited by what we saw and we'll continue to cover uh these shows uh it is close-ish to the beginning of the month uh if you're listening to this on the day the podcast drops which is august 12th um so not a bad time become a patron of post show recaps postshowrecaps.com slash patreon um uh at any level you get bonus podcasts at higher levels you get discounts on merch you get an ad-free uh, podcast feed um at any level you get access to the discord where you can chat with us uh, about the show if you're finding this podcast uh, in the main feed of Posture Recaps and you just would like a League of Their Own uh, episodes, you could get that at posturerecaps.com slash league and you'll get all of a League of Their Own podcasts all on their own. Um, and don't forget to check out the merch store, posturerecaps.com slash store. Um, let's dive into uh, the, the, the full episode. I think the big storyline here is very clearly... Carson, uh, Carson leaving, getting on the train, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sarah, uh, the homage. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I also I recognize the train conductor, but like not in a way that I'm like, I know oh, your yeah. name. I yeah. wrote that guy. It's that yeah. guy. Yeah. There's so many of that guys in this episode. It's uh, <laughs> it's wild. 
Um, and she meets up. Uh, we, we're going to learn that she has uh, a Charlie. Is it the more <laughs> I do love this? Like, how is he doing? He's great. Well, like, great considering he's at war. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very fun. But we're going to, what do we think of Carson? She's like our titular character here. I feel like in the movie, we get both, like, uh, uh, you know, we get two main characters to a degree. And here, uh, this is Abby Jacobson's kind of showcase, I think, to a degree. I think she's like daddy and Kit combined in terms uh-huh. of personality. Like we get the whole like, yeah, he's fine for being at war type of like, there's a sense of responsibility, but not as much as you get with daddy from the movie. And there's a sense of adventure and, you know, spontaneity that you get from Kit. And they kind of just like put her all, put it all together and put her in Idaho for some reason. <laughs> I feel like she kind of has like, um, she has like the skill set of Dottie and the confidence of Kit to a degree. Like yeah. she's like kind of like when she's like they're like, oh, I guess I did do pretty well, you know? Like I guess yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I think I like Carson. I think that I need a little bit more time to fully warm up to her. I- I'll be honest, I like my characters to be a bit of a sass. So mm. I'm more like drawn to Greta, who mm-hmm. is like it-, it reminds me so much of the Madonna character, but also she I don't know. She's like loose and fun. And I think that Carson needs to get out of her shell a little bit. I think that she's been hanging out too long in Idaho. I think that she has a lot going on in her head between leaving her husband and when he's coming home from war and her questions with her sexuality and um, everything that has to do with like starting this new life. So maybe that's why I felt like she was a little bit more, closed off but i that doesn't mean that i won't grow to love carson it just wasn't an automatic like i love this character yeah i remember someone uh it was a a tiktok review for a movie i was watching uh uh, recently maybe it was a tv show and like the very annoying thing about the like piece of media i watch is that the character never changed from the beginning of the thing to the end of the thing they're all just like they went through this like horrific thing and then i was just like all right well that was that was weird huh uh i feel like carson is gonna go on a pretty big like self-discovery uh journey uh i mean potentially a literal coming out story which uh made me excited boy i thought uh uh greta was like phenomenal darcy carden i think like uh i think everybody like discovered her via the good place but she's also been in barry and been very good mm-hmm. um she's tremendous and this is a tremendous performance like from the moment that uh th- these like uh joe and greta meet carson uh first i think it's like there's she's just such a standout well she's like dressed in satin like how can you not like how can you not stand out you know and she's like super sassy but also really wants to like know people and know their stories and she has like her own independent spirit that you can tell just by in the first meeting i mean like she she definitely says that at the end like towards the end of the episode where she's like we're gonna make the most of this we're gonna rob the bank or um you mean literally rob the bank yeah yeah literally yeah we do not condemn I just need to figure out what my job is. I'm like not a very fast driver. (laughs) I could do that. I can do that. But it just feels like a big commitment. So I'm glad that we're discussing it now. (laughs) The writing I think here was like very strong. I think was, uh, is pretty, pretty good. I thought maybe it was a little bit slow to get going. Um, And I'm, very much excited for like baseball it's a big part of like league of their own uh i feel like we get like a baseball scene which is a fun montage so there's that um but uh i'm I'm excited for it to get going but then i thought by the end of the episode i mean the big takeaway here i think between of this uh uh, greta uh and and carson storyline that's like i think 
you know, lose the headline like 10 minutes into the pod. But like, what the hell is Greta doing to Carson? <laughs> She's a tricky little bee, isn't what are she? You doing? It made me, I was like kind of mad. I was like, I, you know, you talked about like that you find, I, I think that, uh, you found a uh, Carson a little bit less sassy, a little bit like a little bit less of a personality than you want. I think this is sometimes is a very hard thing to show us to, uh, I think traditionally shows have done this thing where like the main character is just the most boring character on the show. I don't think Carson's there, um, but it's certainly like, you know, in comparison to Greta, like Greta could be our main character, but then she's like pulling a, doing a weird thing that I don't like. Well, I'm doing to Carson. well the thing is like, like Greta. The guy. Yeah. <laughs> Greta and Carson kiss and then she leaves with a man. Like this is like not, this is not that like whatever, but without even like discussing and all of that stuff, like just kind of like le leading her on big time. And I think that, um, that's what I thought she says. Yeah. I just, it makes so, me want to get to know Greta's character. Like, I think it succeeded in that. Like, what's up with her? Why is yes. she doing this? What's her motive? Does she really like Carson, but is wants to make Carson work for something? I have no idea. Like, I don't know. These are the questions. I mean, there's so many things here. It could be that she actually wanted to see if Carson could be somebody for Joe. She could actually like Carson, but yeah. then immediately had like, boy, uh, this is relatable of like, uh-oh, I did a thing that society probably doesn't want me to do. I'm going to make up for it by going the complete, uh, the pendulum is going to swing the opposite way. I'm going to take this man to see the sights. Uh, That's you know? kind of how I read it, actually. Okay. okay. I think so, too. I, I don't, I think that's a pretty hard, like, heel turn for her to, like, have, like, manipulated Carson away that would be, you know, uh, the show has not told us exactly what it is yet. But I think I see it more as, like, Mis this is like comedy miscommunication and the like <laughs> delving into like uh, lesbian sexuality like it's pretty pretty co like complex that's how i think i read it is like uh i don't i don't know i guess i don't know that i don't but know how how, I read it. how do you take after they kiss greta says i thought so and yeah. then she leaves and i think that that's the line that makes me question like how manipulative was this interaction is the fact that Greta, like Marissa said, really likes to get to know people and dig her claws into them and read them from like cover to cover. And she just had an inclination from what Carson was insinuating that she wanted to see if it was so. But that's super manipulative and it kind of like gross, right, Marissa? Yeah. I mean, we we hear about Greta, we get introduced from her. She's lived all over the place. She's lived everywhere and and so, everywhere, even Paris and France. She dated you know the Paris lolly one of the lollipop kids, the and one that actually right. gave the lollipop to right. <laughs> so I think yeah. like between that and this interaction here, Sarah, I mean, there's a lot of questions I I have to her. Of course, me with the trauma lens, I'm like, who hurt her? <laughs> like, who hurt you? How did well, she, she get how did she, you get to this place? She gets what she wants, I think, is a character trait we we learn about her pretty immediately. Yes. Like not only does she um she's sort of like they're kind of confrontational the two of them to kind of like don't follow us like we're not giving anybody an advantage but also she takes the she gets the cigarettes right from the uh from the soldier um in a way that to me shows that like she has tremendous influence i feel like High the most interesting floor. to me yes the thing was interesting to me is that um is interesting you said that that she's sort of um like a madonna comp because i think there's another character in the show who is to a degree supposed to be part 
part of what Madonna, like her, her name is Maybell. Uh, she's the blonde. Like, I think like to a degree, she's kind of supposed to be that. Greta is almost like uh, a little bit of Dottie before, like Dottie doesn't, didn't know she was going to be a good leader, mm -hmm. but very quickly it's like, she's the manager of the team um, because Jimmy Dugan is like sitting, just scratching parts of himself. Um, whereas like Greta knows immediately, like, yeah, I'm going to like, you know, I can like, you know, I can get us all to go up to the bar. Um, she has a, a confidence about her that like, I don't think Dottie ever has right. in the movie to a degree. Um, other than like the, maybe the scene where like she pops up uh, beside Tom Hanks when she's like, come back. Um, but like Greta is like far more confident. Um, so I, I don't know. It's very, I'm so intrigued by it though. Uh, this is to me was like my biggest takeaway from this episode. Yeah, she definitely was the star of the episode for me. That was the character that I was drawn to, who I wanted to know more about. I thought that she's really interesting. She has this long-term like friendship with Joe. Would she say ever since they were kids in the kids, they played baseball in Queens together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like their friendship. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to, and of course, like I, who doesn't like Darcy Carden? Mm -hmm. Like she, yeah. she is so great and she was great on the good place. And I think that, um, it was kind of like with the good place, you came for Kristen Bell, but you stayed for Darcy. So yeah, um, I came for Ted Danson, P.S. by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, I think you also come yeah, for Ted Danson. Who doesn't love Ted Danson? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yes. Yeah, Darcy, I, there was one episode of The Good Place where I just was like, oh my, oh my goodness, how did you do yep. all of this? And yep. uh, so ever since then, I will follow wherever she goes. I I, uh, I thought Joe was going to be a little bit more around um, uh, than, yeah. than she was um, because they come in sort of as this package duo. They're chatting. There's like some great uh, lines here where Joe's like, why am I the one like, you know, having to tell us where to go? And uh, Carl's like, I think you're just the only one holding the map. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought we were going to get way more Joe. The only stuff we really get alluded to Joe is like people being like, what's your type? And Maybell's like blonde. So like I'm a blonde, like, a, well, uh, Joe says blondes and Mabel's like, I'm a blonde. Well, that's so weird, you know, uh, <laughs> alluding to that. She uh, is also a lesbian. We see her like dancing alone and Greta's going to be like, I'll go. I got to go dance with Joe because she's dancing alone. Um, but not a ton of Joe. And this who I, I think spot on is, is sort of the um, Rosie O'Donnell um, sort of, if you have to map anybody onto anybody. Um, right. I, want more I don't Joe. think it's a one-to-one, -one, but I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to learn more about like Joe and Greta together because like they've been friends forever. But then also Greta went to Paris and all of the other like stuff just isn't adding up. So I'm like, so, what is this story? To what me, I do think there is strong utility in Joe being attached to Greta from early on because I come out of this episode being like, uh oh, is Greta is Greta the villain of this of this yeah. story? We have not yet seen um, uh, the Jimmy Dugan equivalents. There's been no uh, Nick Offerman as of, of episode one. I imagine we'll get him in episode two. We have Sarge, uh, Sergeant Beverly, uh, set up as a little bit of a villain, but as we look like in the movie, it's not like the like uh, lady instructors are the villains. We do get some setup with like the league and who it's run by, which will like I think be tension overall. But I think in terms of, like personal, I was like, is Greta the villain? But I think what could be really smart. 
by having Joe attached to Greta is that those two, and specifically if it's just something about sexuality, that those two can be having conversations that we'll be able to see that if Greta was more of this like singular aloof figure, we wouldn't, we might not get that inside of like what she's thinking, but I think through Joe, we might get some of those, like we'll get Joe and Greta scenes that will enlighten mm-hmm. us. I think as soon as this next episode as to like, what the F are you doing to Carson? So me. Well, and we have like a potential like love triangle thing, maybe jealousy thing popping up. We've got like, what does it mean to be gay in that period of time? Conversations that can happen. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Yep. Um, Yeah, I thought really interesting. There's some other good. uh, I love when uh, Carson is like, I'm going to go. I have to go like finish packing and she's writing notes. And um, she's just noting some of her thoughts about the the war. It's important to reflect that this is a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where we're going to get Greta offering to uh, cut uh, Carson's hair. Her her hair is very farm. Oh, yeah. This yeah. I loved this. Of course, I'm such a basic person, but I love a makeover scene. Yeah. So this was very exciting to me. I was like, "Ooh, a haircut! This is mm-hmm. great." Did you um, yeah, it's a good haircut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I thought so too. Um, the letter that she was writing to her husband Charlie, yes, said, "There's something wrong with me, and you deserve better." So that I think that bad. that was our first bit of foreshadowing to what would happen at the end of the episode. Well, do we think that the reason she left is because of baseball? Like, what do we think the motivation is here? Because we don't we don't see that the last letter. We just know that she thinks there's something wrong with her. She wants to leave. He he deserves better. And the reason why she told Greta was, hey, you know, it's baseball. Like, I I, I found out my husband was coming home and I left for baseball. So what do we think it's everything? It could be everything. I think it's everything. I think it's a little from column A, a little from column B in terms of like, yeah, I'm queer and married and don't want to do that. Um, and also I do like playing baseball and they are holding baseball tryouts, right? Yeah. Like I, I do think uh I do think that that is real. Be very interesting for our main character to like not really even like playing baseball, which I guess uh, in League of Their Own, Dottie's like very willing to often just be like, yeah, I'm going to stop playing baseball. <laughs> my, my <laughs> I husband. can take baseball. I can leave baseball. Yeah, yeah. which is like, I that's thought... there's a whole central plot line there, right? Of like her only going because Kit wants to play. She's exactly. just like good at it, right? But I don't think yeah. that's what this oh. is. And maybe mm-hmm. that's what the what Greta and Joe will represent is the sister relationship a little bit too, even though we don't oh. have like a biological yeah. one. Sorry, okay. go ahead. Um. I, I thought that perhaps, so her husband went off to the war, was probably gone for a while. She probably had her first bit of independence. Mm-hmm. Think of her husband coming home and she has to play the part of an everyday housewife. How yeah. suffocating that must right. feel for someone who's living in their minds is essentially a lie because they have to you know perform wife duties she probably is going to have children soon with him it must feel so suffocating to think that your only future is to be this man's wife because this is the 40s so i think that this was her chance to get out um and this was her opportunity she got scouted uh mm-hmm. in some capacity i don't really recall how except for she has a star next to her name or a smudge we or see smudge. they they really like uh you know in the movie they're like 
we're here watching you play in the like games that you play right like uh the um john lovett's character is like going around they don't really do that in this episode but you presume that like that sort of still That's maybe happened. happened this combo of like scouting and putting up tryout posters and things um when i came out as as trans i remember talking about this like probably like i don't know somewhere like seven eight months after i came out was this idea that like it was really great i had like bubbles of places where it was safe for me to be out so i had um like you know eventually at some point i had like work and i had my house and i had you know li like friend groups that i could be out in and i called them my like little bubbles where like mm -hmm. yeah it's awesome when i get into a bubble the tough part is like when you have to travel in between bubbles and you have to like be on the subway and nobody knows like you're like as somebody who like very much look trans like it's like yeah i feel like i'm like not safe because i'm like but i have to get from bubble a to bubble b and in, in the bubbles it's great but the thing here that i think of too is like she almost had this like probably this like time with where charlie's at war like a bubble and that bubble's gonna pop because charlie's yeah. like coming back home right and so to exactly your point that like it could feel suffocating to have to like play this role and that's the thing like that i you know sometimes the safest thing to do in terms of like getting the bubble a to bubble b was to like you know not visibly look trans or like what you know for like my own like protection safety you know self-esteem any of that stuff like uh so i think that's a really good point of like yeah she had to like she's gonna have to like play this role if charlie's coming back from for more and it's like more than one role like right like yeah. it's so many different roles that yeah. just aren't in alignment with who she is and i think that i'd be curious you know to ask the history gods like how many i think this happened more than we know about Mm -hmm. with women oh, yeah, in absolutely. general in the war during the war during the war yeah mm -hmm. i think you know when groups are given an opportunity and they take it we just hear about other parts of it we don't hear as much about everything well, there's a big right. like okay let's get back to normal vibe of like yeah. post-war right what's that about yeah yeah um, <laughs> what and what yeah. Uh, association was she in with the pies was that some sort of church going a church thing? choir group yeah. i think yeah I church choir yeah. group like that's another role as well like yeah. she yeah. got into this whole thing where she had to you know bake pies and be with this fake woman it's like ma'am she's going to go on a train do you really think that she's think going to be there in i time love that she's like yeah i'll be the there pies. tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> she's fully on the train to goodness knows where she will not be there tomorrow um, can I talk briefly at the letter writing? We get this yeah. whole thing with, uh, I know him as Howard from, uh, <laughs> only murders in the building. He also, I think was in the new season of Dexter. Um, I'll have to like try and find his name. I thought, I think he's very funny. Uh, he plays Henry here and speaking of the show feeling like, you know, a bit modern in a, in a, in a sense is like, I feel like a lot of, even though I think it's, it, it's, there's obviously historically accurate, like this guy who works at the hotel is like gay and knows it and might say things to himself but like i feel like other shows would be like no he would be like so secretive all the time but i love that um because they're so drunk and like please don't open it and he's like i won't open it and she's like why would you even bring that up like <laughs> don't be I, a bad was... boy henry oh <laughs> my god i love don't be a bad boy henry you're so bad henry and then the next morning he's trying to hide from them and he's like i i didn't open it up and yeah they were like that's again. so weird why would you say that why would you bring that up again <laughs> it's so funny i loved what he's like yeah no definitely definitely not attracted to women in any way <laughs> shape or form uh, hello don hello yeah. <laughs> don uh, who might have heard him yes henry is played by michael cyril creighton 
he's just like you know that guy and everything these yeah really, was he yeah. the cat guy in yes, only murders yes yes yeah. he's the yeah. cat guy yeah uh, so I just I just loved. I feel like there's so many this, there was a li- there's so many little funny moments that like the whole episode was good. But but I just wanted to shout out uh, Bad Boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad boy. You're He's a, a bad, bad boy. boy. Um, anything else about uh, uh, Greta, Joe, uh, uh, and uh, Carson? I would say just on the Carson front she's a big reader so like she's a little yes. bit of an introvert you know yes. we get a little bit of that we i again pride and prejudice comes up pretty much everywhere in my life but pride and prejudice, she, she shouts out pride and prejudice about nope. being like not a they weren't like, in love right away they weren't in love right away and i wonder if that's like foreshadowing for mm. her story and her life and it does give us like um an insight into how she sees like she's definitely more grounded more realistic there's um, one other piece about life. joe uh, Joe got kicked out or her grandma kicked her out because she wasn't uh, the right type of girl right. is another piece uh, mm. that we hear, which leads me to believe that Greta is like very protective of Joe, um, which I think is another interesting piece of that puzzle. Yeah. And she could shield because um, Greta is very feminine looking. So she's able to be like, well, she's girl enough to hang out with me. You know right. what I mean? Like she's I, some of her bubble can extend. One more quick Carson line, which is when she first runs onto the train and she's walking back and she her bra had been out and she covers yeah. it and she goes, Oh Jesus. And then she sees a nun and she goes, I mean, Jesus, I just miss you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Carson did have some good lines. Like I did like the equivalent to drunk task uh, texting with the drunk letter. Yes. There was some good Carson yeah. moments. There mm-hmm. were. Yeah. Um all right, let's uh, let's take a quick commercial break. We come back, we'll chat through a lot more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Uh, I think, for me, Max is the next big sort of headline uh, of the show. Um, I really liked Max's storyline, essentially. Uh, You know, we talked about this a lot that, like, uh, last week, that, like, that one scene of them trying to, like, pay homage to, like, black player black baseball mm-hmm. players is like a little bit infuriating in retrospect it's just like one nod and, a, and and leaving so i like this uh that they're going to uh touch on this as a story i thought max uh was really compelling in terms of somebody who um there's a lot there's a lot to this like story because it's not just that like max goes to this tryout is upset that they won't let her in like throws the ball all the way across uh into the stands like an impressive throw um but they uh you know you also get max's family life um as well as her relationship with clance her like best friend uh who loves her more than anyone in the world including her husband who's standing right behind her when she <laughs> says it um i really liked a lot of this and i'm really intrigued where this goes especially because the sh- show i'm interested to see how they interweave these two things in terms of like you know the idea that like is this going to be a show about the all-american girls like that's i don't think it's totally the case it's going to be about like their lives in totality not just them like playing baseball because i think that's the only way that they'll be able to sort of like have both of these storylines um intermingle so what did, what did you think of max yeah yeah, one of the things that stuck stood out was just I think that it, the if you look at plot A and you look at plot B, they're pretty even. Like mm-hmm. if you look, at, and I think that that is an important thing to to take note of. And to your point, Grace, I do think we're going to see the full totality of of a person. And I I really enjoyed how layered the black characters already are in the show not only do we have a best friend but we have a best friend who's into comics and yep. she draws and she's yep. a wife a whole wife she's, she's a whole a wife yeah to be honest i think that <laughs> max, she's could be, max could be a wife too if she took that wo- the guy with the wobbly yeah, eye with the wobbly eye yeah <laughs> yeah and then but then you also have like the salon that her mom owns that she's trying to pass down to max and like her mom says to her you know owning a business is the only way you can have some control in your life and you know i want you to go after your dreams but i want you to pick a possible dream and i think that that's a really interesting juxtaposition to these white girls who are going after like they still have like they still have the trap trappings of marriage in quotations they still have you know being a woman during this time but it'll be very interesting to see how they they are this is going to be horrible separate but equal like they're different they're different in their their storytelling but they have like more of an equal playing field in this one as opposed to the last one which was like nothing yeah they're totally intertwined these two storylines and i think that the fact that they are uh literally in the same locations for a lot of the times mm-hmm. it it almost makes it worse um for max the fact that she is so close yet so far and it really made me sympathize with her like how much hurt it is to know that she's better than a lot of these women on the team and the fact uh, because of the color of her skin she wasn't able to even odd um audition not audition this isn't theater uh tryouts <laughs> um break a leg there's a, um, there's a cast list at the end you know that's true <laughs> yeah so the so the fact that it's so close yet so 
unachievable, unattainable for her. It's like, it's so hurtful. And the fact that she was at the bar watching these girls like dance and be without a care in the world. And there's so much anger building up inside of her because she just wants to have what the opportunities that all these other girls have. It's really, it's really hard. And the fact that, you know, she... It has support here and there, but ultimately she, you know, is being told to focus on reality by her family. Mm -hmm. I mean, except not really her dad. Her dad's like, how to go? How to go? Uh, He's so excited. It's so cute. cute. Uh, And she's like, I didn't get to try out. And he's like, okay, well, let's throw the ball around tomorrow morning, you know? Uh, And I think he'll continue to be like very supportive of of her. Uh, She's going to clearly go to the factory. I, I think next episode probably and try to, uh, get a job and get on the team. Um, but, um, and I think to your point, uh, Marissa, that like, it's not just like, it, this isn't like the show has one black character um, to try and like sort of tell that story. Um, you have Max who's like, you know, when she gets told no, she's pretty angry about it. She's fired mm-hmm. up. But you also have Clance, you know, telling the, the, this response of sort of like, we're really sorry to bother you. Like, I'm, like you know, um, which like sex that that's like, you know, in terms of like having to, just appease somebody when they say no and just have to like be fine with it. Um, but they want different things in their lives uh, as well. So I think, uh, and and I think to the point of like Max's parents of like her mom being somebody who's like, no, I need, I need you. To, you can, you can dream, but your dreams have to be real or attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas her dad does seem to be somebody who's more like potentially going to be like, whatever dream you have, you should try to do it. Um, and even the people at the salon, I love, uh, which she's trying to lie about jazz and she's trying to like yeah. whisper the like name. Yeah. And, um, uh, I love how they're like, no, we, we love this. We love when you like, you talk about it in front of us. Like we, we love when you talk about gossip. I just thought, um, this was really fun. Well-written, uh, enjoyable stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. like stuff that we thought was missing from the movie. Yeah, and I also really appreciated the fact that, you know, Max does see the kiss between Carson and Greta. Yes. And it's not used against them, at least. I, I'm hoping it won't. I'm hoping it won't. I'm hoping that's not a road we go down. I don't think that's but what she, That's why I think with, like, Greta, I, I have some optimism in terms of how much I feel like, oh, this could be really ucky. I, I don't think it will be, and I don't think. I don't expect that. Yeah, Max. it was yeah. just, like, really refreshing. They meet, like, Carson and Max meet in the alley at the end of the night. And she's just like, it's okay. Like, I, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, Carson's nervous that Max saw everything. But she's like, Max is just like, it's okay. And I thought that was, like, a really refreshing take in more ways than one. Yes. Uh, your throws for the grapes. Yeah, I know. And then yeah. walks away. Like, I love, I love that. Uh, I also love the scene where max comes in and guy is the one who's like spoiled that she went they went to the tryout guy brought over like pork uh and and let loose uh, that uh clance and max went to 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 the tryout in chicago and they go to see him and and clance is like so max is holding in all of her rage it's gonna be really <laughs> ugly she has a whole speech prepared uh and she's like can you just like let me do this i love that they're like annoyed by each other because it feels so much like they are friends. Real uh, friends, yeah. And she shows her the picture and she's like, say something nice. And she's like, something nice. Uh, <laughs> they're cute. They're fun. Uh, they like are like not, they're not just appease each other for the sake of appeasing each other because they're friends. They feel like real friends. It's also sistery, right? Like, so like we don't sister. have like, yeah. we don't have like a core sister duo, but I think we're seeing sisterhood in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, and uh, to your point of like, it feels uh, balanced. I think we opened the TV show with Carson on the, the train and we get the classic like League of Their Own music. But the end of the episode is really like uh, uh, we do see we, it's like intercut um, with uh, the team clapping. But it's like very much about like Max like sweeping the floor, putting on her ball cap, like practicing, looking like, yeah, I'm good at baseball. Oh, um, yeah. She's the closing shot of the episode. And that throw, that pitch oh. that she did. Incredible. Right down the middle. Yeah, her form is definitely more than a tad bit better. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. She's awesome. I really like the character, Max. I like her friendship with Clance. I'm really excited to see where that goes. I just want her to be able to play baseball. She deserves it. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to what's going to come of her story. Uh, this is Shante Adams, who has not been in a ton of stuff. This feels like it's the biggest thing she's going to be. She was in a journal for Jordan, which was kind of like a movie that came out in 2021. that has uh, Michael B. Jordan in it. Um, so she's been in stuff, but this feels like this is this is her like big thing. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, should we, uh, very quickly, I love to talk about intro, like uh, videos, the intro, the, the, the <laughs> opening. Uh, this one is very plain. It is different, like patches, peach, uh, uh, Rockford Peaches patches. What did we think? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about, but like, it is the intro card. She cute. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I had to say. I mean, it's, like, it's fine. I almost feel like with most shows, like, I do want something that like makes you feel like, okay, I'm like in it. I want to like, I'm in the vibe of the show, and I feel like if you don't have that. To just have something that's like not even it's it's so short it's not worth me skipping. Um, and th- as far as we know, this is what the intro is. It could be next episode. Yeah. Uh, sometimes shows do this, um, but I think if you're going to drop your whole show at once, you probably have your <laughs> intro package ready. Uh, but it's not like it's not long enough. Uh, it's not long enough for me to like skip it. I think I'm just going to watch it every week. Yeah, I mean, f- so. I'm from Illinois, and so every once in a while, there will be a, like, come play baseball with um, reenactors of um, of the league. And so oh, I've so gone cute. to to many oh, of fun. them. And so seeing the patches was, like, it's fun for me because I'm, like, have been able to participate in some weird way in that So would you world. be, are you a Peach fan or are you... I am a Peach fan. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're the closest team to me, too. But, uh, oh, how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you feel about, Rockford, sorry, go, been, go ahead. No, I spent some time working in Rockford, too. And that, like, they have a lot of pride for that team. It's still alive and well. How did you feel about the Chicago representation this episode? Oh, uh, well, I don't know where they found that place, but <laughs> it's like, because it doesn't look like that anymore. But it, oh, yeah. I mean, the city, yeah. like, anytime, you know, there's old Wrigley Field, I always feel good about it. Old, yes. old Wrigley is a good time. Yes. Um, all right. Let's talk about the sort of cast of characters that are going to round out uh, our, our team. As I said earlier, we don't get a ton of, of baseball, but we do get we get the tryouts. I also like uh, speaking of Wrigley Field, I do like the moment where they all come in. And they're like, holy shit, holy yeah. shit. Holy shit. Uh, that's like, how I would feel when I go to that's, Wrigley. Yeah, yeah, super relatable going to Wrigley Field. I think anyone, whether you're a spectator or if you're on the field, is just like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah, so uh, our crew to round out the baseball team, I have them here. I think the show doesn't do a great job at telling basically any of their names, uh, but I discovered them via IMDb. So um, 
First up, we have Shirley, who's played by Kate Berlant, uh on the American version of Taskmaster. I, this is where I know Kate Berlant from. Um, plays a sort of her anxiety-ridden roommate with the humidifiers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> her last name is Cohen. I feel like that's very oh. targeted. I, too, am an anxious Jewish girl. Shirley, Shirley Cohen. Yeah. Shirley Cohen. Yeah. Uh, that makes uh, so much yeah. sense now. Yeah. Um, Maybell is our blonde, uh, Maybell Fox, who I, I think, you know, to the point where we keep saying, like, there aren't one-to-ones, but she did feel like she's sort of in here as, like, Madonna, Marilyn Monroe type, you know. She definitely uh, got May vibes. She does have May vibes. I mean, they call her Maybell. That's hard to miss, you know, I think. Yeah. Um, we have our classic Canadian, Kelly from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada, <laughs> yeah. uh, who just like smokes a lot and is like, I, that's a, what a hilarious Canadian that they've picked. I think that's very funny. Um, we have Lupe, who I think Lupe has one of my favorite lines of the episode. It's a scene with Kelly and Kelly says, are you a pitcher? He says, yeah, did you see me pitch? Like, what kind of question is that? Kelly goes, a very simple <laughs> one. Uh, so I just think like those two could be dynamite as well uh Esty is um the girl who uh doesn't speak very much english the uh, nat faxon characters are going to be like yeah maybe don't talk to the to the media um so that's Esty. i think that pretty much rounds out what our crew is going to be like our baseball team along with joe greta and carson yeah any standouts um I think that they all had a little bit of their time. I I thought that Shirley Cohen, Kate, uh, played by Kate Berlant, was definitely um, probably most p- uh, present. Lupe was definitely a standout as well. I have an idea. What happens if um, whenever a new character came up, they had like a classic baseball card oh, that'd be on great. the screen that'd be cool. yeah, that'd where be- it has the picture and then of course their name and their position because the first episode how am i supposed to know who all these people are i yeah. agree i i say we we did get we only got like tryout we got very montage like throwing like the someone doing the splits uh you know uh it was very montagey um and it was good i could see next episode with the introduction of nick offerman's character where like he has to set a lineup and like i think in the movie they do like introduce the lineup like by name so maybe i could see that and they really wanted us to like focus on carson greta um art like joe or, or Re- max and clance are making even clance i thought it was like hard i only was like, oh yeah, I see this on IMDb. Um, but I feel like the rest of the crew, they're like saving a bit to like give them their, and I imagine, although it's eight episodes, but uh, we'll see how much I like of a shine all of them get. I hope they all get some moments. Yeah, I mean, we didn't learn a lot about baseball in this first one. We no. It's definitely character driven. Um, I The only thing I picked up position wise, I think is that Carson is the catcher. That's where she, she was catcher? catching. <laughs> she was catching at one point. I don't know if she's actually the catcher. I mean, as as half our Dottie, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense, I think, to be the catcher. I think it's also easier to, like, there's a lot of baseball movies that are like, yeah, the, the main guy is the catcher. Uh, so that basically you can have a bunch of scenes with, like, a pitcher and a catcher. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you just have them, like, holding a glove and saying something. So I think that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
I did enjoy the scene when they're all at the house and they're like the little different conversations that were happening, like trying to figure out how to like use a bathroom with a bunch of women in the house is always going to be amusing to me just because we're amusing creatures like that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, just like the fact that Carson gets paired up with, I just forgot her name. Uh, Uh, Shirley. Shirley. Yes. With Shirley. And uh, you know, Shirley's first line, like, I know they put that in there for the times because her first line in the whole thing is like, we're spreading so many germs. Have you ever gotten the flu? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's because uh, Kelly's using, using uh, uh, chewing tobacco. And because, have you ever heard of shutting the hell up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the mo- the angriest person on the on the show seems to be the Canadian, which is very funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you like the rules? What was it? It was no drinking, no smoking, no pants. No pants. No pants in public. No uh, there's pants also in earlier uh, Kevin Dunn, who's going to be the owner of the league, is going to be uh, uh, what is his his character's name? Morris Baker. Mr. Baker. Mr. Yeah. Baker. Uh, he also says uh, uh, talking about uh, there uh, with some journalists or reporters. He says, "Yep, no pant wearing, no trash talking, no spit chewing." That's when uh, Carson runs into a reporter trying to catch a ball. Um, this is I've never seen such enormous calves. <laughs> Yeah, he was terrible he was He's the rudest man he was so much worse than uh the 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 uh, gary marshall uh than gary marshall gary yeah. marshall like he was a little bit rude but he was like a fun loving guy he was like <gasps> i love this like, i get a hot dog i have a great team i love these girls I, yeah i feel like there was a very money. with gary marshall's character there was a very like you know, um, well, we'll do this because all the guys are at war. And, and this is a little different. This Kevin Dunn character, the, uh, the Baker character of like, gosh, do I really have to do this? Um, which is different. And then we get Nat Faxon, who uh, I believe his name is Marshall. He's going to be our stand in for the actor. I can't remember his name. Uh, I really have to say, I wish Nat Faxon had the glasses that the guy from the original yeah. movie had because it's my favorite uh, part of that guy's character. <laughs> is like fancy glasses um but i'm excited neff Axon also having uh a pretty he's good year. he's loot. also he's in loot yeah um uh he's uh, also the writing partner of uh a D- one dean pelton uh i believe uh-huh. uh, if i have if i have that correct so a community building shout out um but uh yeah we don't get a ton here just that like you know clearly he's like let me run the leak i'll like make sure it's like successful um and that's really it uh with with uh Baker not wanting the league to run at all potentially. Baker also said, you know, my wife and I went to Africa and saw a bunch of hyenas. That's what this reminded me of. We're all checking the cards. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Boy, it's hard not to compare the movie to the TV show. I feel like the whole way through here, because like I really uh, again to like the tryout uh stuff, it felt very quick. And I know that like they have eight episodes to do a lot of it, but it felt like it just happened to the point of like being scouted before like, yes, yeah, she got scouted somewhere. Then she's here um, playing. I guess like to the extent that like, yeah, they're going to touch on like some very important stuff. I think in terms of like sexuality, race, that's amazing. Um, but also I felt like, you know, that scene where they're like, all the girls are finding out whether they're on the team and then that girl can't. Re- and I know you don't, you, you know, they're trying to write their own thing. They're trying to do their own thing. They don't need it to be um, this thing. But to your point of like um, how we don't have like an, a biological sister um, companion, what I hope the show can still capitalize is on the like, um, you know, the the sorority nature of like all these girls yeah. playing baseball the together. Um, the sisterhood. Yeah. And there's so much of that, I think, in some of the scenes um, 
in in try out, trying out for the team, um, in in being on the bus for the first time, in finding their names on the on the on the scorecard. That I I feel like the show didn't exactly capture it exactly, and maybe I just need to like let go that the movie was the movie and this is the TV we show. We also and have be fine. so much yeah. more time to explore those elements. We have what, like four more hours of content. Yes, that. Sure. Uh, we could explore those elements. So I, of course, like there were some elements that, I mean, we hated to see it, but we love to see it like the eloquence school. Um, but also it's like such a funny bit when they're in that, that whole thing. So there's, there's a couple of elements that I wish that they would include, but they have a lot more ground to cover. That's probably more important content. Uh, we did see, the outfit the baseball outfit at the mm -hmm. end yep um of course it's exciting to see that um when they there is a, a, a greta says when they all find out that they're going to be rockford peaches says yeah we're all effing fruit <laughs> 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 i thought it was good uh boy yeah I, and to the camaraderie they go out to the bar together right like uh, greta's like let's all go and uh is it shirley who's like i've never been drunk before but i have let, read a lot of greek literature about <laughs> alcohol uh so i mean yeah they I, I you know and we see greta and joe dancing together so yeah just because it's not in the same way it was before uh doesn't mean it's not in there um yeah yeah i think you you know a team's gonna team right and that yes is that'll translate to sister something i'm sure we'll get some sister fights i'm sure it'll be you know like a well-rounded mm -hmm. sisterhood experience um i just really in my notes here i just realized because uh the whole episode i was wondering whether there was a a greta carson thing but i feel like there's also a moment where you're like is there a, a, a lupe carson thing it's where she's like uh uh surely says uh dancing sure is fun but people don't talk about how dangerous it is and then yeah. it goes over to lupe being like uh they're talking about like how'd you get permission to come and lupe says i didn't get permission i just can't and uh she's is this why you cut your hair to be incognito uh, and she's i don't think it looks that different she's it kind of does and she gives her this like i felt like slightly yeah. flirty look that i wonder whether that comes up at all uh, is this everybody on the show going to be queer? I I love that if that's the case. <laughs> the case. I yeah, I think that there's a lot of flirty vibes all over the all over the place. Yeah. It's just interesting because then we immediately get to like Greta comes over and talks to Carson. Um but uh yeah, I feel like the whole it could be a very it could be a lot of you know, we said a love triangle earlier. Yeah. It could be like a, a love, love octagon. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Whoa. Love diamonds because Ooh, it's a baseball oh, wow. diamond. There we go. Ah! You. yeah it's interesting when you think about like how you know oftentimes when there's teams of men sexuality is like a big like or like having lots of sex is a big thing that um you know some movies will i don't know focus on so it's it'll be interesting if we get an interest another side to that story here yeah but the movie just like kind of like didn't talk about i feel like these women are very like they're much more like they're willing to like go and drink right they have yes. curfew. they have to be back but they feel much like freer almost than any of them did in um a league of their own to the movie to to a degree well i think that's also reflective of the time that we're into like you know the audience is ready for different things yeah agreed um we touched a little bit on the music i thought the music was pretty good in this episode although Marzi, you were saying it kind of like 
threw you out of a, a, a little. Uh, I mean, I'll get used to it. But I, at first, I was like, okay, like kicks hundred sixty six. Got it. Check. Um, you know, I think there's some music that I was like, is that the same music from the movie? Like the same exact music? I didn't know the, if they were like using the very beginning that. is right. The very the running behind the running to the train is the exact music yeah. of Lake of the Run. Yeah. yeah, and then I think like at the end, I just was like, what? Oh, they're just telling me about them. <laughs> like, I just didn't know. Like, it didn't match up with the time period. Everything else I felt kind of matched up-ish. But yeah, I like that. It's like, uh, I think the thing of like, yeah, it's a cover. So it's like, but, but like, I don't know. It's funny because I feel like this stuff normally does bother me. of like having like time center. But famously, you came on, you did Moulin Rouge for uh, a movie club. And that's like, the uh, that's Baz Luhrmann's thing. It's like, the music. it doesn't matter where the music is from. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think it was just like the first time hearing it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> like at first, I just had to get my mind in that. The craziest well, yeah. thing with Moulin Rouge is that I was watching Moulin Rouge before I knew what any of those songs were. So I was like, oh, Moulin Rouge has all these good original songs, like <laughs> so good. And then as the old, the older I got, the more I was like, oh, man, like none of these songs are original. What is this? That's hilarious. Um, amazing. Did uh, did we miss anything? Anything else you touch on? I think that, I mean, it was a really great episode. There is a lot going on. I loved the montage for the tryouts. I think yep. that uh, famously, I always feel like less sports and sports shows and movies are always better. But I will say, could have used a little bit more sports. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll get it. I we'll think get, these episodes, we'll this it. one ran 50 minutes. Uh, I mean, you said four hours, I think probably more than four you know if, if any of them even hit the hour mark i'm not sure what they're like the time will be but i think there's a there's so much more time that they can commit to some like you know yeah. um I, I think we'll get a lot of baseball um in the, but that's i mean it was a critique of, of of mine of episode one i mean it's so tough episode one's it's a series premiere um so it has to do a lot of introductions a lot of setup uh, even though it's based on something it's also resetting the world uh, uh to a degree they want to show how they're putting their own uh, spin on it they have to reintroduce you know to the point of like uh baker and marshall they they have to set them up um so that if you never watch the movie because to be fair the movie came out 30 years ago uh you have to set it up so i, I think that they it's pretty good i think i it, it makes me excited for episode two because I, I i think um they could really get into a groove next episode yeah i mean i know we're focusing on the peaches like um, all of our cast is like peaches related um but I think we're going to get to see some games and maybe, you know, what if somebody gets traded? Like, I think there's elements that can, yeah. can happen out of that. That's what Ooh, I was we, thinking. Who's yeah. most likely to get traded? Ooh, we typically do uh, death drafts. I feel like I'm like, Oh, trade draft. Trade draft is interesting. Um, so basically you have uh, Maybell, Kelly, Lupe, Esty, Shirley, Joe, Greta, Carson. Um, boy, doesn't I, well, I don't want to. Uh, who, do you want? Does somebody want to pick first? Let's. Uh, you want me maybe, to randomize? Yeah. Who was that? Do you want me to randomize it? I was like, sure. I'd roll for it, but I don't have any dice right now. Uh, I'll just do a random number. That's uh, Sarah. You get first pick. I think. Hey, love yeah. to see it. I'm gonna say, you know, maybe Carson will get traded, and then we Ooh. get to meet the other part of the teams. The other teams, the the blue socks, or the lassies. 
mm-hmm. the Rants and Bells is the team, and they are also they. I mean, if the show if the show is going to be historically accurate, they win the first season, so it'd be a great uh-huh. team to be traded to. Um, uh, okay, Carson, Marissa, what do you think? I I'm going to go with Shirley, only because I think it would be comedic. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, to be anxi- to have, have anxiety, to be anxious, and yeah, and she'd be anxious to be traded, but then maybe yeah. she'll make her way back. Um, I think it's a good, I think it's a good uh, pick. I was, I was thinking of the same lines as you, Sarah, but I wasn't thinking Carson. I was actually thinking Greta. That if there is tension between those two people, and it becomes yep. a thing, we've seen that. Uh, I don't know that we saw Greta is like. Does she show off her skills uh, at baseball all that much? We know Carson does. Carson hits a ball mm-hmm. to the wall that I feel like similarly to the movie where it's like we can't be on the same team. And she's sort of thinking like, yeah, I either need to quit or like I'm going to get traded. Uh, she finds that the kid gets traded. So I could see Greta getting traded in sort of this like miscommunication. They're Ooh, fighting yeah. Nick Offerman's characters like I needed to get rid of her. Uh, but then like comes back for next season, you know, and uh, the for now the show is one season um no rumors of renewal or anything um like that and you could obviously just like reset that she like signs back with the team at the beginning of next season you know um so i think greta would be my my bet yeah i think the other person on the board could be joe as in if joe is like jealous of greta um like maybe this is part of the you know not to like circle back all the way to the first thing we talked about but is does does greta know she can't be in a relationship with carson because it would cause jealousy for joe Maybe. um you maybe. know there's something there yeah and so joe's the one who's jealous joe gets upset joe gets traded that would hurt that would be bad yeah all right trades, they happen so we'll find out love trades uh love transactions me. let me love, just stay yeah. on the podcast don't trade me no not no, no 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 we're not trading no, no trade I, I feel now. like i feel like you know i i feel like i'm getting traded i feel like it's happening <laughs> actually we did trade for you before the season started and then we said no tri- no takes these backsies so. <laughs> <laughs> um all right i think that's our coverage uh let's go around the horn another baseball term and just keep uh, killing it uh and give our <laughs> plugs uh sarah what about you what do you have to where can people find you yeah over on posha recaps uh, in addition to coverage of league of their own i am covering pretty little liars uh original sin with jess sterling we are having a really great time covering that so much mystery so much intrigue mm-hmm. also on uh shit 90 shows taught me we are finishing up our coverage of season six of boy meets world and season four of dawson's creek so that's very exciting and also we are covering xenon girl the 21st century oh my the God. best decom of all time in my humble opinion uh for the month of august lots of fun stuff you can find me at sarah ferguson so what about you well i'm you know here but then i'm also covering the bear on poster recaps with latanya starks who is amazing and is fun to talk to about the show two chicagoans talking mm-hmm. about a chicago show it's a good time um with many guests so hopefully you can check us out there and then otherwise you can see what i'm up to on twitter at mars bars m-a-r-z-b-a-r-s or in the aforementioned discord of poster recaps i'm also mm-hmm. hanging out there 
amazing. Um, I am covering, should be finished by this point, but uh, Blackbird, uh, our coverage of that should have uh, wrapped up uh, recently. Um, as well, I am covering uh, movies each week uh, with Ariel. I think uh, we did an episode on Bullet Train uh, as this uh, pod Ooh. came out, covering the Sandman Netflix show with, with Philly. Um, and uh, yeah, I think lots more coming. Sports Over and Rob is a podcast with the Offspeed uh, podcast. Um, I think that's it from us. Um, until next time, play off the highways. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumbacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.